Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Monday's Mitch, the podcast that valiantly attempts and hopefully succeeds most of the time in demystifying what it means to be a leader today, right now, in this moment, leading oneself at a higher level of consciousness. And naturally, if one chooses to do so, whether that's personally or professionally, depending upon if you're playing sports or if you're in business too, subsequently then be able to go on and lead other people. Why? Because now you have an understanding of what it means to lead yourself. And that therein lies the inherent challenge in conscious leadership. When people attempt to lead other people without really knowing first and foremost how to lead themselves. So I like to call this the, I don't know, the, the enlightened leader. And what is it about the enlightened leader? Well, they, they've done their own work. They've processed through their own stuff. And they're able to then nurture another's journey. And through their own experiences, they've come to realize that the attempt to force something to happen, the attempt to make something happen that's maybe not quite ready to happen, that in essence, it doesn't work. And it creates a distraction. It leads to self-judgment. It leads to disappointment. It leads to physically, mentally, emotionally hiding, cutting yourself off from other people because you feel like you're somehow failing, disappointing yourself and subsequently other people. So you learn over time not to force. The enlightened leader figures out that things happen in their own divine timing. The force, the actual force that people kind of put out there is really when people push themselves and others to to achieve something that's just not quite done in the oven, meaning there's more inner work to be done. There's more things that need to happen. And the interesting dynamic is, is that the, that enlightened moment, that aha moment that, oh my God, I finally get it. Or I, oh my God, this is what I see. And I know I've had these experiences numerous times in my life. I remember being very young and sharing, I should say very young, young in my twenties and sharing something with my sister and go, you're not going to believe this. And I told her this whole story. There's like dead silence on the phone. And she says, I've been telling you that for five years. (laughs) And she was right. I just wasn't, I wasn't there yet. Wasn't ready yet. So the enlightened leader understands that the aha moment is 
already in existence. There's already a frequency for it. There's already an experience of it. And it's just really when one is ready to finally accept it. Just one, it's your, when it's that timing. And it happens really in essence when it happens. So this idea that, that somehow just because we suddenly have an awareness, we somehow think it's new. No, it's already existed. People are already doing it. It's just a moment in time when you catch up to that understanding, that realization of seeing how things, meaning there were lessons to be learned, that your process wasn't complete, that you had to go through and experience certain things. People say all the time, well, I really learned my lesson this time. And I go, well, how do you know? Well, and they explain what it is that they realize. I said, no, you have an awareness of a pattern of behavior that may be dating back to you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, maybe more. You have an awareness of a pattern. That's what you have is an awareness of a pattern. The learning of the lesson happens when the same or a similar situation presents itself and you choose a different path. You're able to identify, ah, this thing is reoccurring now. And I'm going to take a different road. I'm going to make a different choice. That is the moment when you learn the lesson. So the enlightened leader has the aha moment, comes to realize that it was just a question of when they were ready to receive the gift. Because there were experiences that were necessary for them to go through. Some of them painful. Some of them disconcerting upsetting, frustrating, and necessary to get to that place, to finally get to that awareness, to finally get to that understanding that the path forward can't be predicated, can't be foundationalized. I don't know, maybe that's not even a word, but I'm going to say it anyway. Foundationalized on the past doesn't work that way. So, a lot of times people don't realize, they somehow think that, you know, the idea of being the enlightened leader is this, well, I've done it. I've figured it out. Well, you've done it and you've figured it out, but it's already existed. That means others have gone before you. That means that you're catching up. It's a good thing. Not something to be judged. Oh, I wish I would have gotten this sooner. We don't get it until we get it. Not a second before because we're not supposed to. That's why that enlightened leader, that enlightened moment that one experiences, that aha moment that we talk about, that, oh, my God, I finally get this. I finally see this. We somehow think it's original in that second. In that second that we entertain, we go, oh, my God, you know what I just realized? Just like I had with that moment with my sister years ago. I just realized this. Wait a second. People are already doing it. People are already experiencing it. Now, the key, like I said, is not to judge yourself like, Oh, if I only would have gotten this sooner. You weren't supposed to. It's not how life works. So it's very, very important. Things happen when they're ready to happen, not a second before. And when we, when they finally happen, we don't celebrate it as if somehow it was all me. It was all me. Look what I've accomplished. Look what I've done. See, that's not leading yourself. 
And that doesn't set you up well to lead other people because now you're leading them based upon what it is that you think you've done instead of what maybe is in their best interest, what maybe is that next level better for them. So here's how you understand that it's not about you, that it is indeed about other people, that it is not really about me, but it's really about we. And the enlightened leader understands that. The the leader who's leading at a higher level of consciousness, who's enlightened to this, understands this, that me is the ego. We is the collective. We is this idea that there's a frequency that already exists in the universe and we've caught up to it and now we're operating on that we level. We're in service to ourselves and other people. And we take into consideration what other people need, what matters most to other people. But here's how you know it's not me. I don't care what you ever achieved in your lifetime, what I've ever achieved in my lifetime. If you stop and analyze all the pieces, you start to realize a lot of things had to come into form and shape and process and beingness in order for you to have achieved something. There are other people involved. So sometimes have people just take take a situation or circumstance so they can get out of their head somehow thinking this is what I did, I achieved. Now, the empowered eye is great. It's just the me, the ego part. That's where it's tricky. But if you, just, if you just analyze and just write down something on a piece of paper that you've achieved and then pull back, pull back and look at it from a higher perspective, a more conscious perspective, and look at what needed to happen, what series of things needed to happen over time in order for this to occur. How many other people's journeys were impacted by this? See, a lot of times when people are going for something, they're trying to achieve something, they get frustrated because they they think it should have happened by now. But they don't have that level of respect and understanding that maybe someone else who's a part of this puzzle for them, someone else who's a part of the clues, I always call it pieces pieces and clues that we get. that other people needed to maybe catch up to where you are and other people needed to slow down from where they were to have their own awarenesses in order for this, whatever it is, to have come together, to have been manifested, to have been created. See, it's respecting the the divine timing of it all because it's not just your timing. You don't know your divine timing. You don't know other people's divine timing. But you understand that if you put a certain amount of energy into the universe and you operate internally at a higher frequency, that the greater likelihood is that you will meet up with that or something better. That or something better. But the ego wants to celebrate when finally, when you finally get it, whatever it may be. The ego wants to celebrate. Oh my God, look what I did. Look what I did. Look at me. And my sense is be humble, pull back, look at all the people that were involved, people that you know, people that you don't know, people that, that you have yet to meet that are still lining up. See, sometimes people, when they looking to manifest something, they get so convinced that, that, that they're going to manipulate the universe in some way 
and manifest exactly what they want. And it may be in their highest good and they may get that. And sometimes they might not because there's something actually better. I always tell people, I learned this a long time ago, it's this or something better for the highest good of all concern. And I don't know what is for the highest good of all concern, but I'm, I'm, I'm allowing it and putting it out there that I'm going to put amount of energy and force out into the world without forcing it to create and manifest what it is that I want. That enlightened leader, that enlightened moment happens when you go, oh, okay, I can't push anymore here. I've done what I needed to do. I put the energy out there, not giving up. I'm not necessarily pulling back or just stopping and washing my hands of it. I'm just trusting that if I exert a certain amount of force and energy out there towards a particular goal, and I'm doing it from a place of, of purity, purity of heart, purity of soul, purity of being, in service and in support and in including other people, that I'll, that will be created or something better. <clears throat> That's how it works. So if I'm pushing too hard, I'm, a, I'm aware of those moments. When I'm pushing too hard, I realize the universe pushes back. It's not time yet. The cake isn't done yet. As much as you want it to be done, it still needs to bake a little bit more. That analogy works, I think. But that's what happens. So if you start to pull back and you start to write down, I was able to achieve this. Great. What had to happen? Well, the company had to be formed. The person who runs the company had to get the job. Maybe they weren't looking for the job. Maybe they bumped into an old friend. They were the right person. They were the person that needed to carry this through, but maybe they weren't ready. See, there's so many moving parts and so many moving pieces. But the goal of the, of the enlightened leader, of the, someone who's leading from a higher level of consciousness themselves and subsequently other people, if that's what they want to do, is they have that understanding. You have to have that understanding. You have to have, have, to have that trust to know you've done what you could do. To know you've loved as hard as you can love, that you've given as much as you can give. And now you have to go, okay, it's in the oven. It's going to taste really good, or it's going to inspire me to bake something else. It's okay. It's all good. But that, that's what you're doing. You're putting energy out into the universe. You're putting a level of force. You're taking action. And you're able to identify as you're going that, there's going to be conflict along the way. You're going to be potentially conflicted inside. You may have conflict with other people. You may say, well, I guess this isn't going to happen because I can't seem to work with this person. And then all of a sudden you're going to wait a second. Perhaps there is a way to work with this person. Maybe I've been approaching the conversation from, a wrong, from the wrong place. Maybe I haven't even approached a conversation. I was too busy judging and alienating another person. Instead of saying, no, maybe there's another way. So you do all that you can do. You put all the love and the energy out there that you can. The course correct is needed, and you keep going, and you trust. That's how it works. See, it's not about me. It's about we. 
And when you grasp that and you understand it, and you go, oh, I should be further in, I should be further along in my business by now. I should be further along in my career right now. This should have happened six months ago. You could get caught, you get caught up in the shoulds. You start shooting all over yourself. It's that's just judgment. <coughs> judgment means that you're just committed to repeating the past. That's all it means. So when you have your enlightened moments, when you come to realizations that already exist in the universe, celebrate them. Understand that that's your time to do so. Not your time to judge it. It's your time to celebrate it. And as you put more and more out there with effort, with energy, with focus, with love, with consistency. And you trust the divine timing of it. You know you've done everything you can to, to, to move something forward. Be your best observer. Notice what it is that has to still come together. Have an awareness that other people's journeys haven't quite aligned just yet to bring this to fruition. See, a lot of times people do gratitude work. They just they just focus on, I'm so grateful for all that I have. And they list all the things that they have. Why not be grateful for things that are on the way? Things that you've ordered. You've, moved, you've gone through the drive-thru of life. You've pulled up. They said, welcome to the drive-thru of life. Can I take your order? You've placed your order. Feel grateful for what's coming. Be aware that it might not look exactly like you imagine it to look, but if you're conscious and present and aware and experiencing that sense of enlightenment with inside of you and understanding of how it all works, then you have a discerning eye and you're looking at it more clearly and looking for how it may show up just differently, just a little bit differently or completely so. And you don't mind because you know that it's always this or something better. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive.